you're listening to Eco Radio on 4ZZZ FM. My name is Jess Ebbs and I'm speaking to Claire Tracy. Hi Claire. Hey, how's it going? Good. Now, I understand that you are an artist who has been working with sound plastic, mostly plastic that, bottles, is that correct? That is correct. So I started working with upcycling plastic bottles to make large-scale public artworks about 10 years ago. And at that time, um, we didn't have the awareness we do now about how damaging plastics are to the environment, so it really was a kind of call to action um, that came out of analysing these sites in the city that were quite polluted. And so what sort of sites are you talking about? Uh, so where I was working um, for the first project was the Mooney Pond Council Flats area, and around there there was an underpass. Um, so that's inner city that Melbourne, is that right? Yeah, inner city Melbourne, um, and it was a waterway that led into the river, which led into the bay, and it was filled with plastic bottles. Um, and so I used those bottles to make a solar light for the underpass. Okay, so um, by a solar light you've created a plastic structure of some kind that captures the sunlight and reflects it into a dark space, is that what you're talking about? Partly, but it also um, had a solar panel and an LED light in it. Um, to it, Part of the brief was to make the area safer, but the light kept getting broken. And the interesting thing about making a big sculpture out of something like plastic bottles is it has very little value because it's considered to be trash. Um, so I think it had quite a long run in place um, in Melbourne and the underpass working as a light. Okay, so you've done a number of projects over the years. What sort of other things have you done? Uh, so that led into the project with um, the Chinese Australian Museum. And so that was the year of the water dragon in Chinese culture. So we made a giant dragon out of recycled plastic bottles that were collected from school groups visiting the museum. So it was super cool that it had this educational outcome um, and that kind of community, community participation outcome as well as um, this big art, artistic outcome which was this 15 metre long dragon bolted to the side of the building. Now I'm sure we could talk a lot more about your different artworks but I'm gathering that running through this there's a thread of awareness about the uh, problem of plastic solution and now you've decided not to use plastics anymore. Can you just talk about that shift and why you have made that decision? I think you know we've started to have a container deposit scheme the awareness is out there. We know we're not so thoughtlessly uh, using single-use plastic as we're used to in society. I mean, when I started, we hadn't even banned plastic bags yet, so it was quite a different climate. So the urgency of the message was reduced? Yeah, exactly. And not just that as well, just in um, you know any artistic practice, you inquire and question into your materials and subject matter. And I realised that you know, perpetuating this idea of recycling isn't actually the best environmental action when it comes to things like plastic. Plastics are really useful. We need them for medicine. Uh, modern society really relies on these limited-use items for hygiene. But I think we need to rethink the whole production from the cradle-to-grave idea that, um, you know, we might recycle 10%, and even that is a very environmentally damaging process to a cradle to cradle where we use materials, um, you know, like chitin or um, some of the milk plastic or biodegradable plastic. 
uh, in the system rather than uh, things that just aren't going to go away. Um, I mean, plastics does have some advantage. It requires less energy to recycle than glass, for example. Mm. It still isn't, um, from my understanding, the recycling process still isn't this kind of optimistic picture that we've painted it to be, uh, and not just because, you know, the cycle that it goes through, but also because we do recycle so little in comparison to what we put out each year by way of... Yes, our attitude and our use of it. And so um, how is your practice, your art practice, relating to recycling at the moment, or have you moved on to different topics? Um, I'm moving into uh, looking at other types of waste generated by urban spaces and how that can be reused in public art and art. Um, it's also interesting to think about just COVID and the idea of, you know, running these community workshops where I deal with plastic bottles or single-use items that have been used by people. It now would be considered a biohazard. It wouldn't be safe. Um, and it's interesting to think about COVID and plastics. We've never had uh, a pandemic where there have been these single-use plastics in play. I know so many people, when they finish drinking uh, out of a water bottle or a juice bottle, they'll put the lid back on, and that kind of fuels that biomatter in the bottle and also goes to God knows where, whether it's in a river or if it's in um landfill or if it does make it to the recycling centre. Um, you know, we know this virus lives on very well in plastic, so I'm curious to see if that's going to be considered or how it will play out. And how can uh, listeners to Eco Radio find out more about your artwork? Do you have an online gallery or anything? Yeah, if you just search my name, Claire Tracy, or you go to my Instagram, Claire Tracy Art, you can see more of my work there. And your name is spelled C-L-A-I-R-E-T-R-A-C-E-Y, is that correct? That is correct. That is very correct. Excellent. So... Thank you very much for your time on Eco Radio this afternoon, Claire, and we look forward to seeing more about your artworks involving public space. No worries. Thanks so much for having me.